Unlock the power of your mind. This is Provocative Enlightenment with Eldon Taylor. Welcome to another hour dedicated to the notion of enlightenment. An hour for inquiry, reflection, questions, possibilities, and a whole lot more. All in our effort to understand exactly what enlightenment means and what it is to be enlightened. An hour devoted to exploring the edge of consciousness and all that is implied thereof. An hour that recognizes the nature of the subjective experience as being at least as important as the so-called objective reality we tend to believe we reside within. Indeed, an hour dedicated to learning something more about ourselves, an hour designed to help us go further inward and perhaps challenge some of those old ideas about the world we live in and the people we have become. This is an hour for the open-minded, for where our search might take us may provoke a level of insight that may just perturb our notion of what is real, what is tractable, what is important, and more. It is therefore an hour where we admit at the get-go that our foregone conclusions could all be wrong, and in that way, truly open ourselves up to the plausibility of a new level of comprehension that in some ways somehow may indeed lead to that elusive state known as enlightenment. All right, now every week I read a few of your letters as our way of paying homage to the importance you play in helping us to shape our show and improve it in every way. Indeed, today's show is based on your feedback. Last week our show was all about the shadow, as Debbie Ford has named it, that dark side of ourselves that we hide from others, and in my view and experience we often hide it so well that we forget some of the darker moments in our own lives. Debbie believes that despite our forgetfulness or denial or the intellectual, intentional hiding, this shadow will surface again and again if we fail to integrate it. We, we had a lively conversation, after which Debbie dropped me an email saying, Hi, Eldon. It was great to be with you. Anytime you want to deepen the conversation, let me know. It was fun sparring with you. Sending you love and appreciation, Debbie. I love Debbie's down-to-earth pragmatism, and we will deepen our conversation on the air soon. So stay tuned and be sure to become a friend or fan of our radio show, Provocative Enlightenment, on Facebook, so you always know where I am and what's on next. And if you already are a friend or a fan, or you were, please please go back and become a friend, a fan uh, again, simply because we had to take the old page down to put the new page up, and it was just it was just easier, the changes that we wanted to do, just easier to do a complete start all over. All right. Linda wrote regarding last week's show with this comment, quote, I really enjoyed the show. The time went so quickly. It was really interesting. Thank you. Well, time does fly by, Linda, when you're having fun, and I found Debbie both provocative and fun. So thanks for the feedback. Loza Gilbert, M.D., wrote regarding our free MP3 programs, quote, Excellent product from a magnificent author. Dr. Eldon Taylor's works are always masterpieces, end quote. Wow. Uh, thank you very much, Doctor, and for all of you. Please do remember that the MP3 programs we're talking about here are the real deal. These are programs that sell for $27.95 on CD. This is the patented and proven effective intertalk technology that has been studied by independent researchers at universities such as Stanford and by governments such as Germany and repeatedly demonstrated effective. 
We have free programs for a variety of issues ranging from stress to forgiving and letting go. To get yours, just go to eldentaylor.com and from the left-hand navigation pane, choose free programs. We think of this as our pay-it-forward effort, so please do get yours today. Okay, Sue wrote, Eldon, you're an amazing host, and I love the topics and the guests you pick for your show on Hay House. I think it is great how you stay very calm and respectful to all your guests, even when you do not agree with them. Thanks for your great work. Well, thank you very much, Sue. And Kathy wrote, thanks, Eldon. I love your radio show on Hay House. Well, Kathy, we love doing it, so thank you for your feedback. That's all the time I'm going to take for letters today. But I do invite you to opine by leaving comments on my website, emailing me at Eldon at eldentaylor.com. Yes, we really got that email working, Eldon at eldentaylor.com, and or by joining me on Facebook. I do read all of your letters, including those that don't make it to our show, and they do impact our programming, so thank you. Now to today's show. Do you believe in angels? Have you ever seen an angel? Have you ever sensed or felt what seemed to be a protective influence, a guardian angel, uh, perhaps a guide or master of some sort, helping you, keeping you safe? Some people say you can't see angels, and others that claim to know about angels say you can't describe them. Well, our guest today has seen angels all of her life. She does a great job describing them. She not only sees and converses with her angels, she sees and converses with yours. Angels speak to her, even across the phone lines, and distance has no effect on their communication. I am speaking, of course, about one of my favorite people, a prior guest, and the real deal. And I don't say that tongue-in-cheek. She has convinced me, and that's all there is to it, and I'm speaking of Lorna Byrne. Now, if you could ask the angels anything, what would you ask? Would it be a personal matter of interest, or would it be something more general? I recently read of a near-death experience, an NDE report, that insisted on a real hell with demons and the like. Was this patient's experience truly real, like the ones we would like to think are real, where everything is beauty and peace? I would probably like to know or verify what the rule set was and check out my own progress by asking what I can do better as well. How about you? What would you ask? All right. I know what I think about all of this, but we want your input and questions as well, so we invite you to join us. Okay, Lorna Byrne is truly one modest, wonderful Irish lady with an incredible ability, a genuine heartfelt concern for all, and a personal story that I strongly recommend you read, and it's in her international best-selling book, Angels in Your Hair. Many of you have been with us before when Lorna appeared on our show, and you have told me that you can't get enough of her. So here she is again, back with us today. Welcome to Provocative Enlightenment, Lorna Byrne. Hi, Alton. My pleasure, and the pleasure of all the angels as well, to be talking with you. Well, thank you. To begin, Lorna, one of my favorite nighttime prayers goes like this. Tell me what you want me to know now. As such, tell us what the angels would like us all to know most right now. 
Um, I know what they would all love us to know right now is actually to believe that they exist, that they are creatures that, that God has made, and each and every one of us has a guardian angel, which is a gift from God that never leaves you for one second. And even when I'm out on the street, um, I see that light of the guardian angel behind every single person. And I always say about three steps, but they're not three human steps now. Um, and I would see other angels around people as well. You know, we're, we're never, never alone at all. And that's one of the most important things the angels want us to know. And it's to help us all to grow spiritually, to become more enlightened. Um, you know, for the body and soul, you know, to get closer, to become to become one. Um, and it's needed at this time in the world. You know, all that hope is needed for us to strive forward and to have a better future than some of the futures I have been shown. You, you heard the setup piece, Lorna. Uh, is there a real hell? Um, I'm afraid there is. Um, it's, it's something I don't like to talk about very much, um, but God did in- introduce me to Satan, to that other side, um, and I'm afraid he does exist and his helpers exist as well. And I I know you were saying as well, you know, that's the part we hide, and it is. You know, we we kind of um, listen for the material things, for the human things that we feel we need. And so we're inclined to follow that side much, much easier than listen to your guardian angel, but your guardian angel never gives up on you. So even if you're bad, your guardian angel is right there with you. I do have to say one thing which, which I love, and that is that God, thanks to God, has never shown me, um, you know, him sending anyone to hell. But that doesn't mean people don't go there. That souls don't go there. Um, I just always pray that nobody goes there, but that's me. I, do, I don't give up on anyone, but I know God doesn't give up on us either. I know the angels don't go, give up on us. I just see them every day helping people constantly. It's it's unbelievable in, in the ways that, that that they help. It's just for us to to listen. You know, when they tell us to, to go right and just say everybody is in your family is telling you you should go left um, and you actually go left, you know, or you go left for the material things. But when you've gone there, you realize you know, it really wasn't the right thing for you to do, but you actually won't admit it, and you stay there. And sometimes then we find it hard to get back out again, but the angels are always helping you to do so. So give yourself a pinch when you know you've actually done, you haven't made the right decision when deep down inside of you, you knew you should have gone the other way or said something, depending on, on what it is. Lorna, our phone lines are already backing up, but there's a couple of things here that I I think are really important that I want to ask you before we go to those phone lines. There are 109 prophecies in the Old Testament. And, you know, we get provocative around here. So Mm -hmm. my question is going to be straightforward. Evangelists tell us Jesus has fulfilled these prophecies. Did he, according to your angels... It's, yes, has fulfilled the prophecies up until till now, and there's still prophecies to come. 
you know, and in a sense we're all being prepared. God is just pouring down um, angels onto the earth, you know, and he's casting out the net to gather us all. You know, it is time for us all to become more spiritual, more enlightened. It's time for us to, to realize that, you know, there's loads of hope there. Um, that we're not just flesh and blood, that we have a soul. Um, and this is part of evolution. And I want the best part of evolution for man. I, I don't want, you know, the part of evolution where, you know, Satan is victorious. I don't want that. So I'm fighting for everyone. And I won't give up on the world or any human being within the world. Hey, Lorna, I'm, I'm going to have to ask you one more before we go okay. to phone then, just so there's no no ambiguity left here. Um, organized religion can be, you know, really confusing and terribly disappointing to many. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, it's said that there are many spokes leading to the hub, a metaphor, you know, that kind of addresses yeah. the idea that yeah. there are many paths, many churches, and so forth, all leading to the same place. Is, is that what your angels see? I mean, it doesn't really... I guess what I'm saying is it doesn't really matter if you are of a particular religion as much as it is how you live, or, or is that correct? Um, yes, because you have to remember, I see, you know, the light of the guardian angel. I see angels with every single human being, you know, regardless right. of their religion or their nationality. Um, everyone has. Everyone has been given a gift, and everybody um, has a soul. And I know there's so many religions, and I know in one sense, you know, in one sense I hate the word religion, you know, um, but they do all lead to God, you know, but sometimes a, a group of people have used it for power and things like that, and it's, it's just like the Catholic Church, Church I'm, a, I'm a Catholic, and um, at the moment it, it is harvest time, you know, in among the wheat, all, all that is, is bad is being harvested out. And I know man is fighting that, again, because it's, we're still listening to, to the dark side. We're still listening to Satan when we, should, when we shouldn't be. You know, I, I have passed synagogues, um, even just here in Los Angeles. There was, um, I think you call it a mosque of Jews, you know, uh -huh. the building. And I saw two fantastic, beautiful angels standing outside the door. And I always see that outside every religion. It doesn't matter. Um, we all have souls and we're all God's children, you know, and, and he wants us all back home. You know, um, I just wish Satan wasn't there. I wish that when God created us and decided to give us a soul, I wish um, we didn't think that we were better than God, you know, but that's another reason why your guardian angel never leaves you, because your soul is that little life of God, you know, that, that, that speck that fills the whole of you. All right. Okay. Lorna, we have many, many callers and questions coming out of the chat room, and some okay. of them are very personal, and some of them are a little broader. Are you ready to speak to these people yeah. and help Go them ahead. with the angels? Go ahead. All right. On line one, we have Melody from Jefferson City, Missouri. Melody, welcome to Provocative Enlightenment. You're oh. on the air with Lorna Byrne. Hello. Hello, Eldon. Hi. Um, I really love your show, and I think you just are wonderful. And Lorna, hello to you Hello also. to you, too. 
Um, I have a question about my um, marriage. I wanted to know if the angels had anything to say about it. About your marriage? Yes. Um, that, that is one thing that is happening in the world. You know, God doesn't expect you to say, to say in a marriage that um, there's no love there or that there's violence. Um, but I suppose my marriage was full of love no matter what ups and downs we had. And, you know, I never expected my husband to be perfect. So I think that's what we all have to remember within within your marriage yourself. Okay. You know, and you need to ask yourself questions about it. And I will ask for you. Okay. Because I know we can't say things too personal over the phone. If you could give me one thing important to focus on, what would it be from what they would say? I'm being told it's, it's, to, it, it's actually love. That's what you're to focus on, how okay. much love is there. Or if there's any. Okay. All okay. right. Well, thank you so much. And You're welcome. <laughs> thank you for calling, Melody. And, and just ask your angel to help you. Okay. Just, just ask and, and ask for the angel, you know, your guardian angel and the guardian angel of your husband as well within your marriage, man within your marriage. All right. We'll do. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you again, Melody. All right, let's let's uh, talk to Barbara in Woodbridge, Virginia, online too. Welcome to Provocative Enlightenment, Barbara. Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. I'm so happy. My, uh, it's our I, pleasure. Oh, wonderful. I have my question is: I was wondering if the angels could offer any guidance uh, as to when uh, my husband and I might finally reach our forever health. We've moved several times, and we're getting close to retirement, and I would just like to settle down sooner rather than later, and I guess that's, that's okay. my question. Is there any guidance for me? Okay, Barbara. Um, just what I, I'm just asking your guardian angel. I'm being told you need to make the decision. It's like, you know, as you said, as soon as possible, like right now, sit down and talk and just need to choose a place. I know, I know it will happen soon, but yourself, you, you, you have to move. You, you are being guided, so it's kind of let it happen now. Don't be putting it off. It can be worked out. Okay? Oh, is that of an immediate nature or within the next, you know, two years kind of time frame or... It's like within, you know, within the next year. Oh. You know, it's like in the middle. You could you could have it for then. So okay. it's kind of sit down, talk about it, and put it all, what would you call, all in stages, all in line, and say to yourself, right, in a year we want to be, you know, picking exactly where we want, and that's it, because you need time to look. You need time to gather things and... and and, you know, empty out the closet, all the old things, and let go. Um, and you need to start a new home. So right. the two of you sit down and talk about it now and, and start moving on, on the things that you need to start moving on it. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Okay, well, you <laughs> should be re- And I know your husband is ready, too. He just needs a bit of a push. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Yes. Well, thank you so much. I feel so encouraged. Okay. God bless. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you for calling. 
All right, Lorna, we just have a couple of minutes before we go to break, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal this couple of minutes to ask you another question before we go back to our callers, okay? Okay. Uh, it, it's my understanding that angels have never been, uh, cannot be, for all intent and purposes, what we think of as, as human, uh, homo sapiens sapien, corporal. Is that correct? Yes, that, that is, um, you know, even the angels that are with me, they will give such a human appearance that you can, you know, another person can make a mistake and think they're human, but they're not. They can't become hum- human. They're, they're creatures that God had created, and that's, that's what we have to remember. Um, and I know in the college once when I was walking through the college with Michael, and he's an angel, and um, priests came along and passed us by, and as they were passing... Um, because Michael gave the appearance as the human, being a priest, because we were in a college. And I have to smile, but the priest said, hello, good morning, Father. They ignored me, but they said, good morning, Father, to, to Michael. Um, <laughs> and that always makes me smile. And that has happened on, on occasion, you know. Um, but they can't be human, no. Your soul is more beautiful than any angel. I, I've always wondered what Psalm 8, 6 meant when you have made him, the angels are speaking to God, as you know, and they say you have made him, man, a little less than angels. What is a little less? The little less is is not that they're less, we're actually more than an angel, but it is that um, the human side of us, the human part of us, the flesh and blood, it is the soul that is in God's image. And again, that's why the guardian angel wants to stay right with you and never leaves you. Okay, we'll hold it on that thought. We'll come back to that maybe after the break. And to our phone calls. We have lots of calls. You're listening to Provocative Enlightenment on Hay House Radio. Radio for your soul. My guest today is Lorna Byrne. We have all the links at eldentaylor.com to her books, to to a number of uh, appearances that she has had. Uh, We'll be right back after these words from some of our friends. Be sure to stay tuned. Every day, every moment, we face choices. Yet, how many of those choices are truly our own? Are you ready to step onto the path of discovery? Read Eldon Taylor's New York Times bestseller, Choices and Illusions. Now revised, updated, and expanded. Eldon combines provocative information, scientific research, and his own life's journey into a powerful message that we have the power to change. All we must do is be willing to choose to take the chance and change. Get your copy today from all bookstores. Have you talked to yourself lately? What does that inner voice say? Are you constantly hearing negative feedback? Ready for a change? Inner talk. Eldon Taylor's patented subliminal technology can do just that. Change your inner self-talk. Turn off the negative by replacing it with positive affirmations. Inner talk has been researched at universities such as Stanford and by governments around the world and has been proven effective at priming your self-talk. Armed with a new positive outlook, you'll find everything becomes easier. From losing weight to stop smoking, giving presentations to riding horses, Learn new things to being a powerful salesperson. Choose your title for change today. Visit www.innertalk.com. 
That's I-N-N-E-R-T-A-L-K.com. Innertalk.com. Unlock the power of your mind. This is Provocative Enlightenment with Eldon Taylor. Welcome back. If you just joined us, we're discussing angels with our very special guest, Lorna Byrne. Lorna, I think with all the phones lit up and the messages that I have from the chat room, we should just jump right back in and take a call. You up to it? Okay, that's fine. All right. On line three, we have Sharon from Melville, New York. Welcome to Provocative Enlightenment. Sharon? Hello, and thank you so much for taking my call. Our pleasure. I just wanted to thank you, Eldon. I uh, received the Forgiveness and Letting Go CD free, as uh, you had advertised, and I can't tell you how much it helped in an area of being able to let go, which is a problem that I had. Forgiving, not so, but the letting go. And after listening to it, less than a month, I could already see things loosening up and being able to do that. So I thank you so very much for that. It's indeed my pleasure, Sharon. You you know my work, obviously. You have it. I think that's where we all start. And the person that doesn't think that they haven't got room for that in their life, well, I don't think they're still living. So, <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for your feedback. Do you have a question for Lorna? Yes. Um, I was wondering, I uh, have been able to feel uh, the presence of my angels and also receive messages and such. But I was just wondering, is there anything that I can do to facilitate being able to actually see uh, my angels? I think the, the most important thing you can do then, if you're feeling your angel around you, that's absolutely fantastic. And I know people around the world be saying that they wish they were you. And, and you're receiving the messages and you're responding, so they're guiding you really, really well. And what you just really need to do is ask, you know, would they allow you to see an angel one day? You know, all of you can do is ask, and, and I'll ask now for you as well. Okay, thank you. That, that that will happen, because I know that will be a beautiful thing. But don't be afraid. It can be a shock, because you're seeing such a beautiful being. Well, that's what I thought maybe would be a problem, that my fear may have been a little bit, you know, making it not happen. But I actually never thought to ask. I just thought it would be a natural progression. Just just ask. You know, children see angels all the time because they've just come from heaven. And, you know, the elderly, you know, when, you know, a grandmother or an old aunt will turn around and say, say to relatives, Oh, sure, there was an angel in my bedroom last night. We usually laugh at them and think, oh, it's only old age. Mm-hmm. But it is that they're getting closer to leaving and passing over. Um, but we'd love you to see an angel before then, because that'll be a long way, way off. <laughs> okay. I hope so. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you, Sharon. All right, let's go to uh, Jesse from Los Angeles. Jesse. You're Hello. on the air with Lorna Byrne. Oh, hi. Hi, Eldon. Hi, Lorna. Hi. Hi. I want to say thank you to Eldon. I first discovered you through uh, Sharon, uh, through um, Taylor, the sister's Starbringer. Oh. And that was very exciting to listen to talk about science and uh, religious and everything. It's just very, very exciting. 
Well, thank you very much, Jesse. Um, and I'm sorry, Miss Lorna, in at Venice yesterday, I was down there. I wish I knew I would have come by to see the book signing. That was very exciting, too. Um, um, my question is, I've had a very, very difficult last couple of years. Um, I divorced my um, husband, who was abusive during marriage, and he, we have a, a young son, and he was not very interested in being part of our life or our son's life, and subsequently came back with a vengeance, um, wanting full and sole custody of our son, and has done despicable, evil things in order to try to achieve it. Um, and I've been praying to the angels and looking for guidance and getting nothing. Well, I, I would say, too, that you have been getting plenty. It's just that you're so stressed and worried that you don't notice it yourself. But I think okay. the first thing you can do is ask your guardian angel to ask um, your husband's guardian angel to to help to allow him to let go a little. Okay. He, he is angry and, I'm being told, has just realized all that he's lost. Yeah. And he, he knows you won't have him back. But it is it is that anger, anger that, that he wants his son. I but can he, barely hear you. I'm sorry. I sorry. can barely. It's yeah. that anger that he wants his son. But he, he has to share your son with him. You, you have to share him. Yes. Um, you're doing all of the right things. Um, you, you, have to, you're, you have to ask the guardian angel yourself to hold you together. And I'm asking for you. Um, you won't have your son taken away from you as taken away from you. You won't yes. get full custody. But you have to play your part. You have to do everything um, to make sure that doesn't happen. The angels are working on your side as well. But you have to allow him to have some custody of his son. Yes, and I, I do want that. Um, just wondering, we've been going through the court system. And it seems to be continually rewarding his his very, very bad behavior and not really recognizing what's really best for our son and it's dragging on and on and putting our son in such a terrible state this last year. I, I know, and you need to reassure your son that you love him and okay. that you're his mom and you love him dearly and reassure him that he's not going to lose you, which he's not. That's right. what I'm being told. But the judges are listening. You okay. just don't understand the way they are listening, if you know what I mean. Yes. You know, and you have to be honest and truthful to them. And let them see that you are a good mother, and that you love your son dearly, and that you will do your best. And let them see that you're not full of anger and hate either. Yes. Okay. Okay, and are you saying, is there anything specific as to which guardian angel or who I should be? You just ask your own guardian angel, and you even ask your son's guardian angel. You ask all the guardian angels to communicate with each other. That's what they do. I know they're even doing it now. Um, and I know your your own guardian angel yourself is allowing in other angels to help. And you even ask, you know, your guardian angel and the judge's guardian angel, all those on, whether it's the board they're on, I, I don't know what way it goes, but but you ask for that. And and when you're told to go right, you go right. Okay. You know, and if you make any little mistakes at any time, pinch yourself and say to yourself, next time I'll really listen. Okay. Okay. Okay, great. And is there anything else to do to, besides just letting him, you know, this man who was 
a good man before has turned so evil, so evil. He's, he's just angry. He's just full of hate. You've got to let him see that you're not full of hate, that you know what you had with him was wonderful. You know, um, but he just feels he'll never get you back anyway, so he just wants his son. Right. But you can share, and he will be happy with that. He will calm down. Okay, great. Okay. And are you, you're seeing that happening soon, yes. or is there a time, time frame? It's going to take time. I don't know how much time, but I'll ask for it to be as soon as possible. Okay. Okay, and I'm asking right now this minute that somehow he'll feel a calmness and peace and that in a sense he won't be listening to the other side. He'll be listening to his guardian angel, his guardian angel and the other angels around him aren't giving up. Okay? Okay, great. Thank you very much. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you Thank for you. calling, Jesse. Thank you. All right, Lorna, we have a question. I've got several questions out of the stack room, uh, the chat room. I don't know why I'm calling it the stack room, but out of the chat room. Uh, Tanya says, my question is thus. I can hear my angels, and I speak to them regularly. They are indicating that there's an event happening to me within the next three months that will cause me to open up psychically to an even greater degree. Can Lorna offer me any details surrounding this matter? In one sense, not really, because I'm just being told it's something that will be happening to her. And it is for her to to listen to her angels and listen to the messages that she's been given. And for her, in a sense, you know, to have faith as well, to recognize the opening. Sometimes um, they would tell us this, but yet we're looking at the spiritual open opening from a human side. When, it, when it's actually from the spiritual side. So she needs to kind of not, what would you say, not think that it should go a certain way. She just has to let it happen. Okay. Let down. Okay, cool. Another question out of the chat room. This is kind of a heavy one. I like this question. When does the soul enter the fetus? Um, it actually is coming, how can I say, um, at the moment of conception, straight away. And I know that's very hard to understand because, um, you know, it's a big, big question, but it's like at the moment of conception and when it's allowed to stay, when that little soul decides to stay for that fetus to grow. Um, and the guardian angel is with the soul even before then, as 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 it travels, as it comes to earth, and um, the angel is still with that soul when when we pass over. Some heavy duty ramifications to that it, answer. You, I I could give a whole load of more understanding, but I know we're only on a radio show, so we don't have the time. <laughs> All right, well, I've got a light question, then we'll jump back to the phones. Do angels okay. really have wings? Another question out of the chat room. Okay, sometimes I see wings and sometimes I don't. And because of that, I do believe that they actually do have wings. Um, maybe they are not wings in the sense of the way we imagine wings, 
but at times the angels show me wings that are so fantastic um, and are not always feathers. You know, um, again, it's, it's, it's something that they give within a human appearance for us to recognize, and it's something they have always done. And angels' feet don't touch the ground, and that is only when they don't always even show feet. You know, as well, there always seems to be this cushion or, or this light between them and the earth. And sometimes it even goes into, into the earth. All right. Okay. Let's go to line five. We have Sarah from Montreal, Quebec. Sarah, you have been very patient. Thank you for holding on. You're on the air with Lorna Byrne. Hi, Eldon. Hi, Lorna. Hi, Sarah. Hi. I'm so happy that you're on a second time. Thanks, Eldon. <laughs> Thank you for asking her for asking to have her back, all of you. Lorna, I just want to say I loved your first book. It really changed a lot of things for me and Good. helped me believe more. And um, my question is, um, while I was meditating the other day, I felt a presence, um, a female presence, and I saw a white light just in my mind's eye. And I was wondering if that was an angel. I'm being told, yes. That yep. was an angel walking into your meditation, you know, helping you to, you know, allow your soul to come forward that little bit, helping you to feel, you know, that spiritual side of you. Okay. So that is wonderful. Just maybe next time you're doing a meditation, um, call in that angel even if you just call her, you know, the light or the bright light. Ah, okay. Okay. That's what I needed to know. Okay. <laughs> Thank All you. right. Thanks, Thanks for calling, Sarah. While we're in Canada, let's just jump on over to Toronto and take Mariner's call on line six. Mariner, you're on the air with uh, Lorna Byrne. Hi, it's Marina. Marina, thank yes. you. That's okay. Hi, Eldon. Um, thank you so much for your CDs as well. You sent to me um, about oh, finding work, and uh, I have two potential positions coming up in September. Not sure which way I'm going, but at least some doors started to open, so I appreciate Wonderful. it. Wonderful. <laughs> Excuse me. My question for Lorna is, um, can you give names to my guardian angels, and what are some techniques that I can use to... I'm I'm finding it actually hard to hear you. Okay, sorry. Um, do my guardian angels have names, or can I, I, I... I'm taking feedback from your other calls that you um, were doing. It doesn't sound like you necessarily have to give a name. Specific you name actually to your don't. Angel. You can actually just call your guardian angel, guardian angel, and I know millions of people all around the world do that. Okay. You know, and that's fine. It was just that so many people were asking all around the world. So I actually asked the angels. I can't be answering everybody. And they just said, you know, it's their words as well. And the, the name that you love that's in your heart. So Okay. Um, my mom said when I was a baby, I used to look up at the ceiling and say the word Samana um, well, and then, point. So I don't know if that you, is one you, of You can use that name. I'm being told yes. Okay. I'm being told, you know, you have to remember, young children have just come from heaven, and without hes hesitation, they say, they call their angel by name, and you have to say thank you to your mom for keeping that 
name in, in her mind or writing it down, whatever she did. Okay, great. And um, I guess the techniques from what I've been hearing is just basically to ask, and that, that's all you need to do, is that that's all you. That's really all you need to do. Is that's actually the first step, the first step, and say, "What have I got to lose?" In okay. just asking and just believing and allowing my faith to grow that little bit stronger. That I have a guardian angel, you know, and then just allow yourself to become aware. And I would say to people, because we're human, we're always looking for signs, you know. So even ask for a sign. But ask for something simple maybe for the beginning because um, you have to remember angels have to communicate with another person's angel. Just say you ask for a flower or you ask for a feather or, you know, or, or you ask for a particular person to ring you, you know, and sometimes that other person doesn't respond. So, you know, sometimes when you get a thought in your head maybe to ring someone that you haven't spoken to in ages, Remember, they could have asked for a sign, and you could be the sign. Yes, you know. I, so I get. I have that happen to me a lot. Did so you? I, <laughs> my head thinks too much, so I need to just let go sometimes and put my yeah. trust and faith yeah. in that. And yeah. um, I just, just really quickly, um, the two positions that are coming up for me for September. Will I? Could you just ask, please, if I have? Will have two options, and I guess how do how do I make the right decision? I know you'll make the right decision when the time comes. Um, the two of them are there at the moment, but you're not the only one in for them. Okay. So you have to remember that. Yeah. So I'm being told still be looking as well. I'm sorry? Still be looking as well. Okay. Okay. And I will ask that you'll get one of those. If the thing is, it doesn't matter which one you get, it's a start. Okay. I know it's whatever God has in store for me. I yeah. guess is what's supposed to happen. You do fine. Don't be worrying. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate your calling. time, both of you. Bye bye. God bless. Bye-bye. All right, we, we, we're we going to go real fast because the lines are still full, and some people have been holding on for 40 minutes. So let's go to Rosemary in Reno, Nevada. Rosemary, you're on the air. Rosemary? All right, I don't know where Rosemary is. Let's go to Judy in Hinesville, Georgia. Judy, you're on the air. Yes, hi, and thank you all so much. Number Our one, pleasure. I, I've loved this whole show. It's just been wonderful. And I was told from the time I can remember, you know, your guardian angels are watching out for you, listen to them. I don't hear them. I don't know how. Uh, and that's why I called in to ask you. I do meditate. I do pay attention. But I just haven't been able to get in touch, I guess. Okay. Judy, hi, this is Lorna. Yes, um, ma'am. I have to smile, but you have got in touch. You have rang out in the show to ask that question. You know, so you are listening and you are hearing but you're actually doubting yourself in in those things. So just don't be doubting anymore and don't be forcing yourself to listen so hard. And it's like, you know, just say you're expecting an apple. 
just remember it could be something else. Okay, you are listening. You rang the show. I have to smile at you. And I'm on the show today, you know, and, and you know, just just meditate, you know, when you go out walking or, or even when you're working. You don't have to be sitting in, in silence, you know, and just allow yourself to be aware naturally. Okay? Okay. I'm being told you are communicating, but you're only doubting. You're letting the human side doubt. Okay? Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. And so, can I ask a quick, do I have any that come to visit my house? Lord, I hope so. Of course you have. Everyone (laughs) has. Of course, don't be doubting that. You see, there you are. <laughs> yes, ma'am. It's been a long okay. year, and it's only July. <laughs> <laughs> okay, God bless. And thank Thanks you for so calling, much. Judy. Yes. All right, let's get Florence in Los Angeles on the air real quick. Like Florence, you're on the air with Lorna Byrne. Thank you very much, Eldon and Lorna. I'll be very quick. Um, I'm in the middle of a contract negotiation for exclusivity rights. And I would like the angels to give You'll me You'll have guidance. to um, talk up louder. I'm in the middle of negotiation with the contract for exclusivity rights, and would like the angels to give me guidance and uh, what is the outcome. Thank you. I actually can't hear. I can right. you she, hear everything. She's asking, she's in the middle of negotiations for some exclusive rights, and what she wants to know is, what do the angels have to say about the outcome? And just what they're telling me at the moment, it's like half and half. So she's still to keep on fighting for for that. And the outcome is very high to be positive. But there's a little question mark on it. And listen to, I, I will ask as well. Okay? Okay. Was that it? Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank okay. you very much. Thank you for calling, thank Florence. You. Okay, God bless. All right. I thought you were asking. I was waiting for you to get an answer, Lorna. We have a minute, 30 seconds. I'm going to let you uh, address a question real quick from Colleen in Miami who wants to know what the angels see in her future. Colleen, you're on the air with Lorna Byrne. You have about 30 seconds, Colleen. Hi, good afternoon. I'm just wondering the name of my angel and what they see as the future for my marriage. Um, just what I've been told is just to say to you that it's the name that you love that's in your heart. Whatever name you would like to call your guardian angel, call your guardian angel that. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I've been asked to ask you a question, and that is, um, do you love your husband? Yes. Well, that is the future of your marriage. But it's him that's the problem. Does he love you? I don't know. Well, okay. I'm, I'm being told he does. Lorna, we're going to have to wrap it up. Okay. Is there a way Colleen can get to you uh, off the air? Can she email you? Um, I I actually don't give out my email address. It goes to Jean. So um, it won't right. be to Jean. It would have to go to 
We're going to have we're going to have to end it there. Yeah. I, I'm okay. sorry, Colleen. Maybe next time. Lorna, okay. thanks for being uh, with you. I mean, with us. We have run out of time. I want to thank everyone for listening. I hope you liked our joy our show, and I hope you'll join us again uh, next week, same time. Remember this: believing in yourself. Always